You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In-person events are on hold, so we need to figure out how to make our virtual events amazing and interactive. Find out how to reimagine events and reignite your marketing. We talk with Michelle Manoffi, co-author of the new book, Standout Virtual Events, How to Create an Experience That Your Audience Will Love. All this and more on episode 406. Cracking the code on how you can drive business results and customer connection. Equipping you to acquire, engage, and retain customers, inspiring lasting loyalty across mobile, web, apps, and more. Welcome to Mobile Presence. Hosted by analyst, author, and top 30 mobile marketing influencer, Peggy and Saul. Thanks, Ricky, and thank you for joining Mobile Presence. I'm your host, as always, Peggy Ann Saltz, mobile analyst, tech consultant, founder of Mobile Groove. And as I said at the top of the show, being a marketer is about delivering great experiences. We know that already, right? Across all platforms, that means in-app if you have one, all the platforms, but also means in-person at events and meetups. And it's not rocket science. A lot of companies do this. A lot of companies do it at a very sort of, you know, low maintenance level. Um, Branch IO, for example, which has uh, the coolest events actually in a way in the in the mobile industry, you know, just digital mobile marketers get together in a room, ample pizza, ample beer. But the lesson here is that, okay, events are a fit in any marketing budget, but to make real connections, they have to be high touch. And now with COVID, they have to be that and more because they have to be engaging. They also have to be virtual and that's pretty tough. And in-person events, they're on hold right now on hold indefinitely. I'm not traveling. No one I know is traveling. There are no events to go to. So we have to figure out how to use virtual events the best way we can. And you need to be interactive. You need to be amazing. You need to acquire and engage your audience. How do you make a standout virtual event? Well, guess what? That is what we're going to be talking about because there's a new book all about this, Standout Virtual Events, How to Create an Experience That Your Audience Will Love, which is available on Amazon. We'll get to that in a moment. But first, let me get to my guest, Michelle Manoffi, one of the co-authors of the book. Great to have you here today on Mobile Presence. Super happy to be here today, Peggy. Thank you. It's a great book. I read it. really straightforward. You know, there's a lot that goes into that. 
Um, but a big part of it is also drawing from your job as editorial director at Digital Content Next, which is producing events as well as content. Everything's changed since COVID, as I said. What's been the impact on your job and your, you know, what you're doing over at Digital Content Next to produce standout events? <laughs> well, Peggy, uh, like so many people, the impact of COVID was enormous on our organization. Uh, for those who aren't familiar, Digital Content Next is a membership organization for media companies. And to be honest, Peggy, our, our events was our big face-to-face -face opportunity for the members to get together, to network, and to share ideas in a closed-door setting. So let's face it, you know, the shift to, to virtual for an organization like ours was, well, painful to say the least. Uh, we have actually, we had never produced virtual events before. Wow. And uh, mid-March, we had a dozen events planned. We had themes. We had, I had speakers for the first one all lined up and everything went on hold. And, you know, I very quickly saw, I mean, I have a long standing history in digital, as you know. Um, and I very quickly saw that we were going to need to provide the level of value to the members, the members that we were previously providing through in-person events, uh, but we needed to figure out how to do it online. And we needed to figure out how to do it really, really quickly. Mm -hmm. So like many of my peers out there in the world, I dove in uh, with my colleagues here at DCN. We looked, we evaluated a ton of, of uh, platforms. We looked at the way other people had done events in the past. We looked at some of the early movers. And uh, within a couple of weeks, we kicked off our first virtual event here. You know, for us, we, well, I think, you know, this is something you and I are definitely going to talk about. But for us, the, the main thing was to think about how we could serve our particular constituency. You know, mm -hmm. how we could kind of supplant the, the critical functions that those events were, were, were giving our members um, with something virtual. And let's just say um, there was a lot of homework involved. That's why David and I wrote a book. <laughs> and I'm glad you did because, you know, as you said, you went through the platforms, you looked at the pricing. I mean, we won't get into all of it in this show. That's not the point because I want people to go out and check it out for themselves. Really worthwhile, but, you know, checklist, everything you need to think about. And Let's just get to that for a moment, because you got together with your co-author, so David Merman Scott, who's also written 12 books, including a couple of bestsellers. You get together, you team up to write this book. Um, you did your homework, obviously, but uh, maybe you want to tell me a little bit more about that, that process, because I'm sure it's a learning process, and I'm sure some of it is now feeding back into your events, the virtual ones, right? Because well, it's a learning process. Uh, Peggy, it's interesting because I know you do a lot of public speaking. I do a little bit myself, but for David Meerman Scott, public speaking is his business. He writes books mm -hmm. and he's a keynote speaker. He, he usually travels hundreds of days a year. He's one of those road warriors. So when, for him, you know, this, this imploded his business model. Like he would be okay. unable to work if he didn't figure this out. So like me, though, from the opposite side, from the speaker side, David, immediately dove into what it would take to be a speaker who could still be compelling and frankly command a speaking fee in a virtual setting. Now David and I have known each other for many many years. I actually uh, edited his first book, well, 
his first nonfiction book. And, um, you know, we were having a conversation about some of his learnings. And, and I said, that's so interesting, David, because on the other side of it, from event planning, I'm experiencing the same thing. And we quickly realized that, you know, these are, these are learnings that we could share with a broader audience. Um, again, David is a renowned marketing speaker, marketing author. Um, and I believe that events are one of the best ways that you can market your organization, that you can convene audiences, bring people, like-minded people together. And let's face it, sell products, reinforce your value, reinforce your expertise. So having, finding a way to share what we had very quickly learned with an audience equally as quickly via the Amazon publishing platform, that was an exciting process in itself, Peggy. And there's also a positive here. I mean, I'm that type of person, right? You're saying we can all have events. And with virtual events, you know, we can have them differently. We can have global events. We can have events that go around the globe. You wrote about this in your book, you know, just the, 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 the all day, all night, every region of the world events. So actually, we can reimagine events in a new and better way in many ways. I'd like to understand from you, because you say, and this is true for all marketing and everyone in the mobile presence audience, we know it starts with the audience. But I'd like you to unpack that a little bit because that means there are some questions, maybe a mindset in figuring this out. So I think one of the, the first things that people think of when they think about virtual events, Peggy, are, are kind of those old school webinars. And I have absolutely nothing against a webinar. In fact, it's a powerful tool to deliver a certain kind of information in a one-way kind of broadcast um, setting. But the reality is, is that when we look at our audience first, when we think about our constituency and the, and the people we need to serve with our events, you quickly realize that a webinar is not going to solve every possible scenario, setting, um, and, and, and satisfy the needs. So when we say, as we do with all marketing, and you know we agree 100% on that, David and I, um, agree with you on that. You have to start with your audience. So you need to think about why did they go to your events in the first place? Why would they want to continue with you in, a, in an online setting? What is it that you can provide them that is similar in value to what you provided face-to-face? -face? But what is it you can provide them that's maybe new and different and exciting that you can do in an online setting that you could have never done face-to-face -face or that maybe is even better online. You know, I think another mistake people make is to say that, you know, online, that in-person is best and online is its, you know, distant second rate choice. It doesn't have to be that way. We, you and I know that you can create digital experiences that far surpass in-person ones, but you really have to think about it differently. So you begin with your audience, you begin with evaluating what your events truly need to do for that audience to satisfy them. And I think if you start there, Peggy, you're gonna be able to create a standout virtual event. I couldn't hope for a better segue because that's just it. We're gonna come back in the second half. We're gonna talk about how to create a compelling experience, some great stories, also some great tips and things you don't think about, like you know, putting that social element in there, getting the interactivity right, and loads more. So listeners, don't go away. We'll be right back after the break. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. 
Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Saltz. And we're back to Mobile Presence. I'm Peggy Ann Saltz. We have today Michelle Manoffi, co-author of Standout Virtual Events, How to Create an Experience That Your Audience Will Love. I love the book. Let's talk about that experience. A standout experience, a standout event has to be interactive. But what does that mean? I mean, how do we get past the talking head? Because that seems to be where we're stuck right now, Michelle. Sadly, that is true, Peggy. Far too many events are a giant talking head or <laughs> worse, a little tiny talking head with giant PowerPoint slides. <laughs> I mean, I fell asleep just thinking about that, Peggy, and I'm pretty sure most audiences do. Oh, yeah. It's death by PowerPoint. It's worse oh, now. Oh, it's worse, Peggy, because they're just everywhere and it's just so big. I mean, the fact is that uh, attention spans are shorter digitally. Yes, yes, there is evidence that people consume long form. But overall, people are distracted in digital. People are expecting uh, things to be a lot more quick hits, more engaging. So coming up with ways to, to move away from the talking head uh, paradigm and get into something that is more engaging and more interactive. It's absolutely critical. And to be honest, Peggy, I do think we're early days here. But the mm -hmm. first thing all event planners need to do is take a hard look at the platform they chose and figure out what opportunities for interaction there are. Now, in some cases, your platform is literally not going to have any except perhaps the ubiquitous chat function. Mm -hmm. So in those cases, you need to be thinking about social integrations that will allow you to create um, the dyna dynamic of community outside of the platform. But many mm -hmm. platforms also have built-in features that lend themselves to interactivity. For example, that chat function, um, uh, tools like breakout rooms, um, polling features. Now, again, I've seen these used well, I've seen them used badly. I'm gonna tell you that if you jump up to David Meerman Scott's website, uh, he gives a ton of examples because as, as a, a professional speaker who's used a, a zillion of these platforms and frankly uses them to deliver highly engaging talks, David's got a couple great, more than a couple great tricks up his sleeve. And we include many of them in the book, Peggy. Mm -hmm. But, uh, you know, one, one thing that event organizers need to do is understand what their platform 
can let speakers do, and then frankly, communicate that with your speakers. If you're hiring professional keynote level speakers like David, frankly, I think they should have some ideas themselves and bring those to the table. But in any case, they're gonna need to be educated about which specific platform you're using and the tools you can use. I love things like, uh, okay, so the polling feature. Um, David uses it at the top of his talks to, to gauge things that his audiences are passionate about. Um, I use it closer to the end of some of our sessions to uh, transition people into the Q&A portion so that we get more interaction and more engagement during the Q&A. Breakout rooms can be really fun, Peggy, because uh, in, again, we're a member organization and that peer-to-peer -peer learning component is really important for us. So if we're in a position to offer our attendees breakout discussions where they turn their cameras on and they really dig in on a topic, it provides a high level of engagement for them that um, isn't identical. It can't replicate beer and pizza, what can? <laughs> um, but it, it definitely, can provide some level of that peer-to-peer -peer interaction. And in terms of beer and pizza, I just wanna say, if you put on a, a, the kind of event that has big sponsors, consider having one of your sponsors do a pizza. It is not hard to f get pizza delivered to people's houses. Maybe the first mm -hmm. 20 people who register get a pizza and get to go to a special breakout event with a six pack of beer, you know, that they probably yeah. provided on their own I, and have a little bit of fun. I, I saw that in the book. I thought that was the best. You know, it was like, you can be really creative. Um, you had some other examples of how you get people involved. You're like, okay, now we're all at the webinar. We're all at whatever. And, you know, show me, uh, share a pic right now of what you're looking at, you know, and what you're doing. I think it was someone said, you know, someone's making soup while they were listening to the webinar and then they send it into social and it gets really interesting. It gets kind of viral, kind of cool. What has happened with the events that um, you make? You know, you have to create compelling events for your own company, DCN. What have you done to like really sort of um, move the needle? Well, Peggy, to be honest, again, given our audience, it's a little bit different. And, and we're just starting our planning now for our annual member summit, where I think we're going to do kind of up the game a little bit in terms of these ideas. But uh, I, as I mentioned, we have used polls, we have used breakout rooms. But I will say um, one of the most, I mentioned this in the book and you touched on it earlier, one of the things that um, I experienced as a, a moderator and as press attending the collision event was this, um, they, they took us on a tour of the Tullamore Dew Distillery in Ireland. They got, uh, they sent us uh, each a box that had Tullamore Dew and, and various ingredients to make cocktails. They got us together on a Zoom call. They gave us the history of the brewery. They gave us a tour. And then we made drinks together and we chatted. And cool. it was a lot of fun, Piggy. And I think that people, you know, really become limited by what they think. Oh, we can't do it because it isn't face to face. Forget that. Forget that. Reimagine what's possible because there's more possible than you're, than you're giving yourselves credit for. Absolutely. Just think about the audience. Push some boundaries. Um, don't think one size fits all. But also, you know, there is a realistic side of all of that that I want to get to briefly because it's always going to depend. It's going to depend on your platform, depend on your audience, depend on what you're trying to achieve. But you did shine a light on what we can think about in terms of the platforms, in terms of the tech, in terms of the pricing. I mean, can you just give 
a little bit of an idea of what we're dealing with because people did have this in their budgets. So they do have some money there. I don't think they understand entirely what it's going to take to pull it off virtually. Well, you know, it's funny, Peggy, because definitely, um, you know, there's a lot of different kind of impetus behind an event. So am I a member organization trying to keep my membership engaged and deliver value to them? Am I a marketer trying to decide which events to sponsor and how to make those sponsorships valuable and effective? Um, am I a large organization who is essentially trying to fill the funnel of potential customers? Am I a large organization who has customers that I'm uh, essentially trying to provide training for, um, yet at the same time want to engage and want them to have fun and associate my brand with fun? Well, in each of those situations, there are just a, a wide range of opportunities to create engagement. For example, you know, yeah, okay, I mentioned alcohol and beer. I mean, let's face it, Peggy, that's always going to be fun. But if you <laughs> think about, if you think about a, a, a sponsor uh, of an event, and often they think the only way we're going to get our value out of this event is if we have a speaking slot. Well. Uh, maybe. I mean, the tricky part there is you've got to get people to turn up in the room, right? And virtually right. perhaps even harder to get people to turn up. However, if that same sponsor says to themselves, you know who my audience wants to hear from? This person. My audience wants to hear from Scott Galloway. That guy, everybody is going to show up if Scott's in the room. Well, mm -hmm. consider having your CEO be the host of the Q&A portion. Yeah. Asking Scott Gall Galloway intelligent questions about about the tech industry and really stepping up and showing their their level of expertise without selling a damn thing, Peggy. <laughs> you know what they're gonna do? Yeah. They're gonna sell their brand. Their brand is gonna come out as someone who delivered a great experience. And wow, that CEO is smart. What a cool guy. I want to do business with them. You leave people with that lasting impression that frankly is more valuable than those standard speaking slots that every marketer thinks they have to ask for. Absolutely. And, and, and also what I read in the book, I thought was pretty cool. In fact, I'll think about it um, going forward. When people ask me, I'll try to influence them in this direction. You know, have, um, have something fun have some sort of surprise, you know, <laughs> yeah. how do we surprise people? You had some examples in the book, but um, have any thoughts before we go to break? Just a little, little glimpse into what could be a surprise. Well, I mean, during a session, you can have a special guest appearance. Uh, David's done that with a great deal of success. And I've actually seen mm -hmm. it where you have, uh, you, you, you're citing an example of, wow, this, this is a great event. And this, these people did amazing. And oh, look who just happens to be here with us and you cool. bring them into the Zoom call. It, it adds a little bit of dynamism, Peggy, a little bit of surprise that makes people lean back in, stop looking yep. at their phone, stop checking their work email. Um, and that's, you know, it's that kind of thing. But you can also, sitting in front of a computer for three hours for an event, I mean, yeah. boy, right? You want to stand up, you want to go to the buffet, you want to go over to the coffee and chat, right? Well, right. you can offer virtual opportunities to do that as well. Um, I've seen events provide, uh, bring in a yoga instructor. Let's do five minutes of stretching, you know? Okay, cool. maybe it seems goofy, but you know what? It kept me there and it, it yeah. made me go, okay, all right, 
people check this out. Um, yeah, I think you can, you can definitely, again, be creative, think about your audience and think about what they're going to find entertaining and fun and then add a little extra. Absolutely. And then there's no limit, right? Because I mean, let's face it, it's going to stay this way for a while. So we do have to reimagine, we have to rethink, we have to adapt. It's the way things are. The way things are right now is I have to go to break and I'm almost bummed about it, Michelle. I'd like to keep going. We do have to go to break, but listeners, loads of reasons come back. We've got plenty to discuss. I wish it was interactive and we get your questions, but who knows? We'll take it there someday too. But for right now, don't go away. We'll be right back. Mobile Presence, sponsored by CleverTap, a leading engagement and retention platform, will be back after this message. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one -on -one training. A weekly podcast for you or your company. Distribution to almost every podcast portal. An embeddable player for your website. An ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts. And much, much more. And best of all, You'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Welcome back to Mobile Presence on WMR.FM. Here is your host, Peggy Ann Sauls. And we are back to Mobile Presence. We are talking to the co-author, Michelle Manafi, Standout Virtual Events, How to Create an Experience That Your Audience Will Love. I'm loving the show, Michelle, actually. I'm really enjoying this. Thank and you. I'm uh, having so much fun, Peggy. It's it's great also because you're sharing so much. And one of the things you do share in the book is also literally how to make certain your speakers shine. Now you talked about you can get them from a speaker, you know, agency, uh, bureau rather. That's part of it. And they will come with their talents. But in many cases, it's just sort of like us out here. I know in the marketing industry where I am, mobile marketing, you know, it's UA managers. They've maybe never been in front of anyone. You know, they're behind their screen looking at data. Um, so you have to think about it. You know, you have to prepare them in many ways. And you go through sort of like almost a, a checklist of this. I'd just like you to riff a little bit, you know, how do I make my speakers shine? 
Well, Peggy, regardless of whether a speaker has public speaking experience or not, it is critical to work with your speakers. I think it's one thing that event managers um, undervalue and uh, under-resource. At DCN, we have a four-person team. We meet with every single speaker at least once prior to recording, and we wow. go through a whole slew of issues, Peggy, everything from lighting and mics to the platform and the interactive possibilities to their actual presentation and how to keep it lively and deliver value. Do not skip this piece. If hmm. you're a speaker, if you're an organizer, prep. I love that because I have been on so many webinars, speaking engagements. Some of them do it really well. I was on something for, for Zmelt, absolutely beautifully done from India, amazing. But most people are like, okay, you're gonna be on the webinar. Um, you know, you're gonna be on the panel uh, and don't even, don't even do even that. I mean, it's, it's great to know who's on the panel and maybe a quick talk with the host, but that's as far as they go. You also, however, talk a lot about how to get the most out of a speaker who maybe, you know, isn't the best speaker. And that's by turning it around, making it an interview, like what we're doing. What are some tips for that? Because obviously you at DCN, your background in journalism, you have a lot to share. Why don't you give us a little bit of an idea of how we can make our guests amazing? Well, Peggy, I think you touch on one thing that you and I both have in common is years and years of journalism, interviewing people, trying to get the most out of them. But whether you do it in a, in a live setting or you do it in a recorded setting, a good interviewer, a good moderator for a panel is critical. You need to, to prepare so much, so much more than you will ever use. You need to know the material inside and out. You need to know the, each speaker, whether you're interviewing one person or a panel, their specific strengths, and you need to guide the conversation. You need to take hold of it and make sure that, especially in the case of a panel, no one person monopolizes it. No one person, mm -hmm. frankly, goes off the rails on something that really <laughs> has nothing to do with the topic. Uh, yes. and, and you need to keep it interesting. So you got to have some stuff in your pocket where you're ready to, to spring it on them so that you get that little look of surprise and where they pause and they have to actually dig in and deliver something real wow. of value. Um, but again, back to the organizers, hire your modera moderators wisely. Don't over prep but make sure everybody knows what to expect, how it's going to run, and that that moderator, that interviewer, is steering that call. How many hours do you spend on that, Michelle? <laughs> it really yeah. depends for the event. Um, when I'm doing stuff where it's my area of subject matter expertise, which in case everybody hasn't memorized it already, is uh, generally digital media and marketing are my areas of expertise, Peggy. So um, in my areas, I, I, I'm usually, it's only a couple of hours. Um, when it's not, it can be, you know, yeah. three, four times that. Um, I practice saying things out loud. As if I'm giving a, a talk myself, I record it and I listen to it. Um, mm -hmm. People don't take this stuff seriously enough, Peggy. It, it doesn't matter if you're a subject matter expert as you are in your field and I am in mine. It's really delivering a powerful presentation, delivering a great talk, leading a great discussion, engaging an audience. This stuff takes work. That's why we did the book. And we're, you know, why we think, we hope it's valuable for people. But, uh, you know, I also just want to be honest. It takes work. It doesn't just happen. 
That's it. And it's going to be more of this to come because this is like, you know, I don't want to say the new normal, next normal. I'm getting a little bored It's here to stay, Peggy. Even if if we return to live events, we'd be remiss not to incorporate these elements of virtual when you look at the audience reach, when you look at the dynamics you can create. There's value here and we're going to get better at it. Absolutely. And with the book, hey, how can we miss? And I do want to note that it is available on Amazon. How do I get it, Michelle? So it's Amazon Worldwide. Mm-hmm. Get up to Amazon, search for standout virtual events and absolutely get a copy. It's a quick read, I promise. We try to keep it light. Mm-hmm. We try to keep it really useful. Um, yeah, it's not hard to find, but you can find David and I. We're, we're a quick Google search away as well. Absolutely. And speaking of that, uh, Twitter, social, out there, blogging, all that stuff. How can I keep up with you? Because our audience might say, hey, I want to check out more from Michelle. I want to connect with her. I want to read the other stuff. Where are the best places to go? Well, if you're, uh, I mean, I'm very active on Twitter, uh, at Michelle Manafi. There's only one me. Find me, (laughs) follow me, and uh, I'll be there. Um, but I'm also a, a frequent contributor to Inc.com. I write a great deal there about marketing. So that would be of particular interest to your audience, Peggy. Mm-hmm. And Digital yeah. Content Next, you, there's more of my opinions on the media industry than anyone is probably interested in. Um, <laughs> and like I said, Peggy, I'm easy to find. I'm accessible. Reach out, say hey, and uh, hopefully I can be of help. Absolutely. And I just want to thank you so much for being on the show today, Michelle, sharing and inspiring as well. Well, I am so grateful for you to have me. And seriously, I could talk to you all day, Peggy. So thanks. I seriously could. I think we have to look at having our own series, but seriously, (laughs) indeed. Great to have you. Probably have you back on your next book. Who knows? Lots of stuff happening out there. And of course, listeners, friends, if you want to keep up with me throughout the week, find out more about how you can be a guest or sponsor on Mobile Presence, then email me, Peggy, Peggy at mobilegroove.com, where you can also find my portfolio of content marketing and app marketing services. You can check out this and all episodes of our show by going to wmr.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes heart radio and amazon a new channel new ways to connect do it because it's more platforms more ways that we can share what we have here and until next time remember every minute is mobile so make every minute count keep well stay safe we'll see you soon The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.